0: Yo, what up? What's the noise? It's Beyond the Noise. Your man, comedian Rudy Rush, and my man G Walls, Greg Walls, in the building. The uh, professional instructor in- extraordinaire. <laughs> now I gotta figure. I gotta figure out your title, bro. Like, like, what's your proper title? What do, what do you know? Because some people like to be called doctors. Yeah. I'm a comedian. I like to be called comedian Rudy Rush. So, yeah. what would be your title, bro? Coach. Oh, okay. Yeah, straight up coach. Now, now, I've been doing it a
1: while, man. So they say I'm a master trainer. But coaches, is a title. you see how he did that, right?
0: <laughs> you see how you did that, ladies and gentlemen, like he was <laughs> like he was like, I, I am a neurosurgeon. But I mean, I, if you want to call me doctor, you a doctor fine, else, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You got like, you know, <laughs> you, you can call me coach, but it is actually a, a title attached yeah. to my master uh, trainer. Master trainer. <laughs> so, you know, let's talk about that real quick before because okay. now, you know, you got everybody. I mean, I'm thinking. So what? does a master trainer entail? Like what do you have? What's the qualification?
1: Well, I found out I was a master trainer, like after these things. So I don't really know the, the mm. typical point, but I know I have 25 different certifications. Uh, I have been a certified instructor for more than 13 years now. Mm. And I've actually helped write in an accredited, uh, uh, certification course mm. so I guess the skins man you know I've trained literally more than a thousand people so I guess it's the time in and then the level of instruction so I would
0: be almost like a professor so for everybody out there who needs to understand exactly be careful what you ask <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Greg because <laughs> you know bro. let me tell you something you got 20 you certified at 25 25, 25 different certifications. I got certifications. You can oh, scuba diving, fishing, fishing, fish. It ain't but eight exercises in the book. It's <laughs> the way you move them around. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So that's what's up. So, you know what? That's what we're going to do today. We're going to kind of, and I hope you don't mind. I'm just going to like, uh, like just, you know, bust a U turn and do something different. Since you're talking wow. about master training and we're having a good time. Yeah. I want to know, bro, because I'm one of the people who I go to the gym. I've been to different types of gyms, several gyms and things of that nature. Today, we're going to talk about etiquette. Yeah, I like it. you you cool with that that because you know like even you as a professional athlete you as a collegiate athlete high school whatever even in the regular world when you are just a man going or a woman going to the gym going to get your workout on there's a there's a set of rules that we kind of all kind of live by or need to live by and you know maybe we you know discuss it today because with you as a professional master trainer (laughs) on the show you can actually let people understand and know what it means to have the proper etiquette at the gym so you start I'm gonna jump in because I got some of my favorites things. people need to know. If you watching me, you go to the gym with me, then we can actually discuss that right now. Yeah, You got to go there. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. All right. So now listen, what's 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 some of the things?
1: Man, cleanliness, number one, man. Put your weights back. Cleanliness. Put your weights back. Uh, Straight up, like Put your weights back. That's number one. All we can right. talk about that all day.
0: So maybe we need to get you know. We talk to the producers. You know, this is a small budget show. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get the list up here because some of y'all need a pen and paper. But the first thing I agree, put those weights back. Weight I back. I hate going to grab a twenty and a twenty five and in between. I'm lifting it. I'm like, Bruh. I know I ain't that strong on my left side.
1: I'm gonna tell you a story. I worked
0: at Lifetime Fitness, and uh,
1: in Lifetime it was a bunch of female trainers and a bunch of females that worked out. And then you had the guys in there just weights everywhere mm. there was this one cat man he would he would literally take all the 45 <laughs> off the rack put them on the squad rack and probably go about that low i'm talking about just mm. <laughs> and put the rack up and just walk away so uh, a lot of the girls would be like hey greg if you don't mind would you please go ask him to put the yeah yeah back? so i ended up for about a, i don't know six months being the re-rack police so I walk right up. Hey man, look! I need you to take all them weights off. Yeah, all the weights. And them put ones. them back. Yeah. Or I see cats on the bench. Hey, before you go over there, and
0: high five each other. I need you to come <laughs> over here and take all these weights off. Yeah. And put them back. So, see, I needed you at the gym I was going me, to because people violate all the time. I think that's one thing. All right. So uh, another another pet peeve of mine or an etiquette, ladies. Let me just tell you this: If you come to work out for real, don't wear those light gray sweatpants. And I got to see the sweat. And your butt, your butt crack—that's that's offensive. Or at least have a towel. Okay, look, and the people who work there—they agree. So let me tell you something. I like—I don't mind checking the women out while I'm at the gym. No, but to say that—that great, yeah, that, yeah. So cleanliness, clean, now, That back to cleanliness. It looked like you went to the potty on yourself. Well, I'm telling you, it's another thing about cleanliness is too. mean, man, clean up your head sweat. Okay, that's me. I'm not a violator, but definitely oh. I'm a head sweater. Like I always put towels down on, even on the floor when I'm doing a sit up or something like that. Because you know, as a ball brother, we get to tend to sweat we'll, a lot. We'll
1: we we'll leave it over there. Like we got a <laughs> like we had a soul glow. We sweat just like you know what <laughs> I'm saying.
0: You like, leave it all on the bench. So let's let's talk about some of the like the deep policies of etiquette as far as the gym is concerned. Like sometimes, like okay, let's say if somebody's waiting for a machine, like. And there is a time limit on some of the gyms you go to. Hey, if it's if it's packed 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. But if you see someone clearly abusing some of the the equipment, how do you go about like dealing
1: with that? Well, there's two parts to that. And I was going to say the third one, you hit it right on the head. It's time. So you you shouldn't if you in a gym, in my opinion, uh, where you got access, you shouldn't have uh, groups of more than three. Mm. Like straight up. Like you shouldn't have your five homeboys at the bench waiting on, on Max Day. Uh that's part one. Part two is is that you need to set a rotation based on workout time and rest time. Mm. Not it's heavy, I'm gonna walk over here, and listen to my music, you know. That's not the time for that. If you're gonna do if you the more time you need, let me say it like this, the earlier you should go. Mm. So you gotta go in the gaps. If at five thirty got classes, you need to go at eight because you're gonna be taking a lot of time. Mm. So Just be mindful that anything past a minute and a half on each of your sets is too long if you're in a busy gym. All
0: right. You heard it here. So, listen, another thing I got to etiquette. In the locker room, fellas, and, you know, I went to – no, being in Dallas – (laughs) <laughs> being here in Dallas is funny too because sometimes you'll be in the gym with like some celebrities. So I remember being up at Lifetime Fitness and Michael Irvin was there. Yep, yep. and We all playing ball. Now let me tell you something. I do admit coming from an athletic background like you do, I think it's, it's more, it's more, Comfortable to see men showering right, and walking right. around in the nude. Right, it's right. only two places: the locker room and the, and the jail. Yeah, that brothers Where walk. Right. around. Okay. every place else. Listen, I'm gonna need you to towel. Yeah, up. you gotta do Well, something. Michael Irvin must have thought he was in his third year in the league because he was walking around bucket naked. <laughs> and yo, you know, and everybody like, bruh, Put and, then, and, they, and he's having conversations yeah. with dudes like, yo, man, I'm telling you, you should have passed that ball. I'm like, bruh. You got all your business out in the street, I said, and you might not like. I mean, ain't no like. I don't like to look at people when they're in that situation, right, right, right. But right. I was like, man, you don't even need to be like. <laughs> you just got out the shower, bro. <laughs> but I, you know, but at the same time, it it, it is a psych psycho, psychological uh, situation. It's almost like a man getting a massage. Now, me personally, I I need to have a woman massage me, not because I'm a freak or nothing like that. Right. But at the right. same time, it's just more comfortable. for me. It, but yeah. athletes. Like yourself, not to say, I mean, and I'm not even being funny, you'll be okay with a man massage you because that's the culture you grow up in that.
1: Exactly, man. That's a great point. So for me, it's not as much of the the person or, you know, being male or female, it's the purpose. Mm. So, but going back to the etiquette on the purpose, man, just cover yourself or don't, don't free, but. The seats. That's yeah. what I call it. Like, like,
0: put the towel down. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> All right. That's another phrase. That's the that's the word of the day. I'm going to bring it up. Now, listen, I'm going to bring that word up at least three more times while, before we finish. So it's called free, butt.
1: free, butt. Yeah. so no free,
0: call. no free button. <laughs> that's a good term. You can use that in a lot of places. I tell you kids around how no free button, especially no free my button five seats. year old, because yeah. they, ain't, they ain't ready to wipe. Properly there yet. you so go. You definitely know free button. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh you know who loves the free butt? Old people on the sly. They like to let that little moo moo slip up, and it be <laughs> granny be free button uh, <laughs> all on you, <laughs> all on your couch. Uh, who else free buttons? So I yeah, listen. I can't lie. I, I, I sometimes if I'm home by myself. I free. I'll get out the shower, and if there's sports and on or something, I'll free button. See, I won't. I, I try to. I if, I if, if it's it, not an immediate towel to grab, home I, Yeah, Fine. if it's not a towel right there, I'm a. I'm a. I'm a. But yeah, that's the that's the phrase of the day. No free button. You know that should be that should be something we trademark first off. <laughs> and, and, and then, and this, you yeah, use that term like when people disrespect, like, yo, man, don't, don't be free button me. Yeah, like, yeah. What? And we're not doing that. You sitting on my couch with your, with your ass out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't, I don't even know what the language requirements are for this show. Uh, we're gonna have to talk to our producer. We good? Okay, all right, so cool. Well, you the owner of the show, so yeah, I'm yeah, good, right? as yeah, long as you yeah, smile, yeah, yeah, all right. So, so yeah, so that's one thing no free button, yep, and, and that's a definite rule. Anything else, I feel like, okay. People who this would be a great etiquette tool for people who own and run the gyms and work go. at the gyms. Absolutely. Please, if you are gonna give me something free, I know you gotta try, but don't wrangle. It's a difference between trying and wrangle. Absolutely. Don't wrangle me into trying to sign a contract. Absolutely. It take out most of the time I got to, to spend in there. Absolutely. What did you think about that? I know there's a there's a thin line, like because you you hear free, you ain't hear free for. Nothing. We want to try to get you to join. But how that how you go through that process is like a tough one. No, not not for us. And I got to speak
1: okay. personally, not for performance experience, but it, it can be not for performance
0: experience. Right. Right. Hey, this it, it, it,
1: but here's why, because we genuinely uh, look for a reason to keep you in there. So we're we we do not have and I mean there's people in the studio right now and it's worked out with us. Uh what? Can, Yeah, Miss P shout out to Miss P. She's in P she Miss P be playing though. No, man. she gets after Look, now. No, I'm gonna
0: tell you she gets after but she listen, she's she's, she's slick, man. <laughs> She be smelling good and stuff in here coming in. She thinks she's slick. We'll talk about yeah, that we'll back episode up. 13. This is yeah. only episode three. So we'll right? come back to it. It's episode 13. I'm sorry. Yeah. Don't go. I mean, let me stop free button. Yeah. That's for That's me. That's first yeah. use.
1: Go ahead. No, we are. Uh, so what we, what we do is we try to build the value. So this goes out to all, you know, business owners in this space or this area. Uh, what are you trying to get people to do? So if you are actually doing the thing you said you could do then you have to give them that hour and then outside of that hour is where you discuss keeping them in mm. you know but if you brought them in to sell them let them go home mm. because this this is a journey like fitness and wellness and performance yeah. and nutrition it doesn't happen over a week it doesn't happen over two weeks
0: it Man. begins in four six eight weeks and i like that see that's what i would do if somebody came in i wouldn't hold them there i be like you know what it's good that you came in today to try out the gym, but you look like you ain't ready. Why don't you come back? Because you look like you either go home, rest, because you're not ready. They'd be like, wait a minute. I'd be like, no, nah, you, can you just please leave? And then when you're ready to join, come on back. Then they'll think, then they'll go off in the car. They'll come right back, like, you know what? I'm going to join now because you made me feel. Like I wasn't I wasn't welcome here, I'm Like now you welcome, but you look I saw you over there huffing and puffing.
1: Well, the way we go about that is different. <laughs> at, at performance experience, my good friend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well that, that that means I will not be working the front desk at performance experience. Cause you get me, I'm gonna send you home. Well, but no, that was just well, my strategy. I feel you.
1: I feel you. Okay. We will we genuinely it, it's two approaches we take, man. Like uh safety and service. Mm. Like we, we have modifications for everybody. Mm. So you can actually, there's nothing you can't do with us. So we can modify whatever we're doing. And then the that's the safety part. The service part is outside of the exercise. So again, the etiquette for owners is more about what are you doing outside of the exercise to get the people the results? Mm. You, you understand what yeah. I'm saying? So if we're talking etiquette in the gym by the patrons, then it's more about cleanliness and safety of their peers. Mm. If we're talking etiquette by the owners or the instructors or the providers, it's about safety mm. and then the service outside of the
0: exercise. All right. So so along those lines, it's service and everybody that's working hand in hand to make sure everybody has a comfortable gym experience. Bruh, let's talk about gym attire, which goes along with etiquette. Because, yes. you know, like gym etiquette and attire kind of go one in hand. Yeah. Because... Like there's certain things that you don't need to, to be distracting you at the gym or just making you feel like, hey, is this like, you know, appropriate? You know what? See <laughs> <laughs> so you just saw something.
1: So appropriate depends on if you're talking to the
0: patron or if you or the client or if you're talking to I'm talking the, about uh, the patron. I'm a patron. Okay. So let me like like if I'm in there and there's a lady working out and she may feel like, Oh, why is this guy staring at me? Right, right, right. But meanwhile, she has on like Extremely loose yoga pants mm-hmm. and uh, like a, a crop top. Mm-hmm. A, you know, are those things? I mean, acceptable. I'm being funny. I'm <laughs> That's just my own little life I know. in my mind. I'm just I, like, no, but for real though, honestly, <laughs> like, because you know what? <laughs> We're gonna get our producer in here to to, to give his input because yeah. I mean, listen, am I the only guy? Like, I feel like a victim. Miss P, are you in the gym uh, thirst trapping? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you say yes well women well, are doing it but man. you do see it don't you I'm not uh, okay and then one of the some dudes like hey uh you want you want an energy drink you want to know what's funny
1: like on the on the on the flip side of that most people don't see you unless you're trying to be seen mm. see when it comes to when it comes to women that I'm aware of that really like are are in there that are trying to work out? They already have a little bit of an Im- intimidation factor. Mm. They already a little nervous about the full experience. Uh, and then the instructor plays a huge part in that. And then the the way people in the class look—if everybody in the class look like they've been there before—not mm. not if they just fit or look muscular, yeah, they look like they've been there before, yeah, more comfortable, yeah. So the the etiquette for that is realizing it's a mental thing, actually realizing that nobody's paying attention to you except the instructors. Straight up, unless you bring attention to yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you, don't, you don't hardly ever see people fall off the, uh, you don't see them start to fall off the, the treadmill. You see the fall, because ain't nobody watching you. Yeah, ain't nobody yeah, ain't attention to yeah, you. yeah. Now, if you come in uh, to be paid attention to, everybody paying attention. That's what I'm talking about. I'm trying to
0: get them people out of the gym. They're keeping me from my workout, man. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm looking at mirrors. I'm catching (laughs) angles. I'm I'm feeling uncomfortable about my personal space. Anyway, man, so listen, (laughs) we're here, Rudy Rush, comedian Rudy Rush, Greg Walls, and it's like, listen, how long have you been in the business? Because I don't think I've asked you that.
1: Seven, if coaching and. Training, 17 years.
0: Wow. Yeah, 17 years. You've been, you've been around for a minute. And
1: here's, here's the crazy part, Rudy. Uh, I have trained everywhere. Mm. Everywhere from uh, driveways, like people's home driveways to apartment complex weight rooms to uh, parking lots, mm. uh, dusty fields and parks, uh, to large big box gyms, mm. group fitness rooms, and to now, you know our own facility, and Man. then in in multiple uh, facilities across the metroplex mm. that we're in now. Like I, I've had a chance to see and do almost all of it. Mm. So when you talk about etiquette, the rules. You know the funny part? The rules are the same, inside or outside. The rules are the okay. same, okay. small group or big group. They are only different when it comes to athletes, mm. and adults.
0: Mm. Okay. Okay, let me. So let me ask you this: two two questions, two stories. Beneath right now, mm-hmm. what's your most successful stories? But one coming from the world of ath- athletics, and one coming from the personal world. Like, what's your greatest, like, transformation, or maybe a story that really touched you with a person, and and vice versa with an athlete. Hmm. Man, They're doing this. Wow, they got.
1: Wow. Yeah. Uh. Oh, well, I got a few athletically, mm-hmm. uh, and then I'll go adult-wise. So athletically, I've worked, uh, I was working with a young, with a young man who uh, is autistic, mm. and to have the opportunity to see the uh, hand-eye coordination, because we did boxing together, mm-hmm. we did the ladder together, uh, we did quite a few things together that uh, they say within that he didn't have to take medication for it that could in, enhance his his quality yeah. of athletics as yeah, well his motor his life. skills so and his motor stuff skills yeah. and then uh i think more beyond the exercise was the mutual respect factor mm. he was so into what we were doing that uh all the problems that other teachers or other instructors would have with
0: uh, I never encountered. Yeah, honestly, I think that's great because yeah. a lot of those guys, you know, who uh, have special needs and ladies as well, they get like you know pushed aside and they don't understand it. You know, they want to be, they feel in their mind like they're just like everyone else. Exactly, and and that's good that you get a chance to actually just play be around. Yeah, be a part of it and actually see some growth. And that's what you're saying right now, that like the men's motor skills were just kind of like coming back where they didn't think that he had that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a great uh, accomplishment, you know, especially for a trainer mm-hmm. to have some, you know, a story like that. And how about, you know, someone that's a, a regular person? So I've had uh, quite a few adult
1: uh, stories, but one that, that sticks out in my mind, shout out to uh, Jim and Nancy Taylor. I had, I was fortunate enough to train Nancy's dad, who at the time I was working with him. 88 years old yeah. and he had uh what's it called when when your face gets tightened up and uh Muhammad Ali had it what, what? oh, oh Parkinson's. Parkinson's so yeah he, he had Parkinson's um but he still has Parkinson's because he's yeah. still around but yeah. he was it was a lot of things that I was told he couldn't do yeah. you know he, he's not gonna be able to do this and he can't do this and he won't do that, he's 89 years old. Mm. Uh, but wow. there was hardly anything that we didn't do. I'm talking about everything from weightlifting to uh, cardio mm. to uh, change of direction. And, but what I realized in that was exactly what you said earlier. It, especially with men, like men who have success stories. It, it's not about what other people think you're limited to. It's really about what we give them a chance to do. Mm. And and that's what I learned, like, as adults, a lot of times, man, we we kind of forget that that same monster, that same kid, that same animal that's always been inside us, uh, we temper it. So when somebody asks you to do something that they see you can do, mm-hmm. especially when you go at it, because other people didn't think he would be able to lift. Other people didn't mm-hmm. think, he's 89, he need to sit down. Wait, nah, man, he's still living. Yeah. He's still Upright. Let's get okay. to work. He lifting more weights than everybody he else Big been. weight. I'm talking, not joking. I'm talking about big weight. I'm talking about 15, 20 pounds what? of military press. Uh, and this
0: was... Proper
1: form because part of it will check
0: his pockets for some blue pills. I, <laughs> the old man was awesome, he was real, but he he, he, he was rich. <laughs> <laughs> better watch out. G, he in oh, there, he in there popping the blue pills, lifting <laughs> <laughs> them damn weights to 90, 92. Yeah, which yeah. Ain't no 80, 89. 88, 89, yeah, damn, shoot, yeah, please. So, no, man. no, that's that's crazy right there, though. And that's the one thing I do admire about trainers, like you guys always have, even people who have trained me in the past had two knee surgeries to come back from that, to be able, when I first uh, had my first knee surgery, mm-hmm. I came back all the way to the part where I was like still dunking or still getting up or still having some, some burst until I hurt my other knee. But just that, that whole, that whole process, the person who trained me was a chiropractor actually, who ch- turned into, you know, uh, and taught me a lot about scar tissue mm. and getting that out and stuff. I mean, it was almost like I never had an injury, mm-hmm. with the exception of the scar. You could ne- never be able to tell that I had surgery. So I know that. Let me there ask are different, you a question yeah. about uh-huh.
1: that. Um, what did you appreciate the most about y'all? What y'all
0: did together was ex, like. What did you appreciate the most about what y'all was experienced together? You know, it's so funny. Like, if it almost felt like that that trainer didn't have other clients. It was weird. It felt like it was a personal thing, and they knew exactly what I needed. They, they kept in touch with, you know, like my regimen as far as like my therapy and find out what I did and help me with other things like that. So I would go there and get, you know, I would have to go to therapy, then I would go to the trainer. And so the trainer kind of just strengthened the leg, took from what, you know, the the, uh, the, the uh, therapist was doing and took it to a whole nother level. I mean, my recovery time was amazing.
1: And did you stay with him? After you oh yeah, went.
0: I did afterwards. Because, like I said, I went back for like you know stretching exercises, chiropractic work. It was a whole other process after I, I reached my you know goal to to just focus and walk again you know properly. And then yeah, I just kept going and it, it benefited me. It just got really strong in my leg. It that's, was like that's the ahead. etiquette, mm-hmm. the service
1: outside of that out. Mm. like and we we appreciate the opportunity
0: to learn. Yeah. So you pay to get results, but he taught you how. Yeah. That's that's the attitude. You know, some of that stuff I even used in my second rehab or my second knee surgery, which I still use to this day, so that might be one thing that you know that carries over is sometimes when you do anything, like if you get a, a bottle of cologne from a, a relative or a girlfriend or a significant other, whatever, you'll always remember that smell as it pertains to that person. Any, anyone to introduce you to something You kind of tend to, when you do it, if you have a sandwich and your father introduced you to it, you always think of him when you eat it. So I think when I do these stretches and different things associated with training that I've learned over Mm the years, I've always gone back to the time when I had that trainer that was teaching me those things. So I think that's what people definitely keep with them and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree.
0: Hey, G, you know, love is beautiful. Absolutely. (laughs) So you're in a relationship. Oh, and I couldn't be more happy about it. There you go. As a matter of fact, so you know, we were talking about (laughs) etiquette a minute ago. And there's some etiquette that, you know, when you're in relationships, and people don't know that. Like, you know, I used to have a girlfriend one time, and I'm hoping that she ain't watching. (laughs) 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 Now, she would go to the gym and get all sweaty. And for some people, Miss P, don't you say a word over there. Mm. You got it. But no. there's some people who come home from the gym and they they're perspiring and they they're sweaty. And some people actually are turned on by that. Now that can go across that thin line of being, uh, you know, with etiquette and just being disgusted or whatever the case. I didn't quite like it, but she thought it was attractive to be all up on me. And I don't know, that might have been one of the factors that allowed me to leave that situation. So I don't know, bro. Yeah, yeah. But what do you think? Like, I mean, like, is there? I mean, when you're in a relationship, don't you supposed to take a shower after, or like at least be clean after? You know, one hundred percent. And I
1: do love you, baby. I love you, Erica. One hundred percent. And and part of that is again uh, cleanliness, man. I'm telling you, it, the two the two major factors
0: in safety and cleanliness, man. Gotta be clean, man. I, you know, I just imagine especially in the Rona era. Yeah, okay. Like, listen, I think personally, you know, like I could smell myself sometime after the gym. I don't want you like I don't want your face and pits. I don't want to touch me. Exactly. Point well taken. So I don't know. Anyway. So listen, we talked about etiquette today because we had some fun with, you know, uh wait, what's the title again? Uh which oh, uh free button. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. Don't know free button. And uh, all you free buddies out there, please uh, keep it in mind not to do that. But, yo, for your man, g Wall, you want to say anything? Yeah, a couple of things, man. Uh, Hold on. Yeah. First of all, see this guy doesn't like to brag on himself, but you're actually gonna be—you're uh, not gonna be with us for a while. So, so I don't know if I'm gonna be doing the show by myself, and the camera will be all over here, or <laughs> we'll have a guest in place uh, right. for, for G because he's gonna be uh, going to California right. for a big convention. Let's talk about that real quick.
1: Well, I've been fortunate and blessed enough uh, to be asked again to attend the Mind Body Bold, uh Conference. It's a fitness uh, conference. It's one of the biggest ones. And, and what's it called again? Mind Body Bold Conference. It's it's upcoming, it's a, it's upcoming okay. weekend in San Diego, California. That's not the that's not the porn convention. No, anymore. that's not
0: that okay. one. That's the. That's that they got one of those. <laughs> you don't want to get caught up. No, I that. Hey, I will be at that. What's it called again? The Mind Body Bold. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Conference. So, I thought the other one's the big beautiful bold body. Yeah, I don't know what that conference. one
1: is. I missed that. One. But, uh, yeah. I'll be at Mind Body Bold. Uh I'm actually gonna be speaking about uh service. Okay. Uh, you know how to uh, They run, do that at the other
0: conference from my understanding. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we will gonna get our license <laughs> taken away. <either. laughs> Gee, don't fire me because I got well, you. I got okay, you. Okay, thank yeah. you. But no, that's awesome. So what are I you gonna that. actually be
1: talking about? So uh how to run you know, to increase your value in your business and your bottom dollar through service, you know, the things you do outside of the exercise itself. This is actually, man, the third time my body has asked me to speak. I was there in 2018 uh, where we brought our speed school program out and they asked me to speak uh, on a virtual conference uh, when they were talking about businesses pivoting during uh, the pandemic mm. and then this is the third time so uh, i'll be speaking about service i'm, I'm really excited about it like, i'm extremely excited about it bringing a few of the team members so we'll, okay we'll so you're time.
0: basically going in front of everybody just brag about your life and how important <laughs> you and your staff are. be fine i guess you ain't gonna be doing your podcast in california because hey, i wasn't man. asked to go hey, and do man. nothing i guess i got to stay here with miss Pete. miss Pete, where you at Right here. Okay, Um, see, look, she went far right there. Miss P, y'all going to get me in trouble with Miss P. I'm I'm telling you. Y'all going to see us at a family reunion somewhere near you. (laughs) Telling you. She think it's a game. She about to get caught out there in the parking lot slipping. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so listen, that's fantastic, bro. And, you know, honestly, all jokes aside for it to be your third time, this is something that, you know, has become habit for them. Yeah. To get your expertise wow. and to help, you know, get people into understanding about service and helping people and just making it a part of your business and your business structure to for success to move forward. And that's kind of dope. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because some that. people need to get that personal touch and you're actually helping them get that. So that's what's up. I appreciate it. All right, y'all. So listen, join us for the next episode. Don't forget to subscribe. Y'all know what it is. All right. It's Beyond the Noise. Rudy Rush. G. Walls. All right, Coach is what they call him, but what he is, is a master trainer. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> don't get me, it twisted. Call me Coach Green <laughs> and Coach Wall. All right, we'll be back, y'all. Peace.